Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And as the introduction said, this is Cindy Meyer. And I am happy to bring this radio show to our listeners each and every week. And just, you know, it's just amazing to me how far we have come with technology. And I know you've heard me talk about this before, um, in case you're a repeat listener. But if you're new, it's just absolutely fascinating to me that we can all connect in consciousness, you know, in a whole new way. I mean, it used to be you know, fireside chats with everyone sitting around the radio and now we're on our internet or our cell phone and we can, you know, we get callers from all over the U.S. and into Canada each week and we have listeners from all over the world, primarily the U.S., but it's just fabulous. And I I just want to take this moment to um, remind you that there are over 350 archived shows uh, that you can listen to at your leisure, some of the most amazing people that I've interviewed. Um, and then if you find a radio show that you like, of course, you can just, you know, share that, you know, with other people. All you have to do is, you know, take the um, the link to that show, and there it is. It's a podcast available to everyone. So Spirit Seeker um, has been published for 18 years in the Midwest, and we've been online for 16 of those 18 years. And you can read us each and every month at spiritseeker.com. But if you send us an email to info at spiritseeker.com, we will add you to our email list. We will send you a weekly reminder of who the radio show guests are, let you know what articles are there, etc. Okay, so enough of all of that. Um, but don't forget, info at spiritseeker.com. The other thing is if you, if you favorite the show, it takes us to the, closer to the front of the blog talk pages. All right, so the first Tuesday of every month, I have Beatrix Quintana as my guest. And Beatrix is fabulous with sharing the astrology for the month, sharing the moon manifesting cycles. She is an astrologer. She is a tarot expert. She is an amazing wisdom keeper of the knowledge of the cycles of the moon. She creates fabulous jewelry. She creates a moon book each and every year. I could go on and on, but Beatrix, are you there? I'm here. <laughs> Do you hear me okay? I can on your new oh, phone and your new I, house. With your new I have phone a new service. house. <laughs> and there's a bit of an echo chamber, so I was worried about how that might work out. Yeah, it sounds fabulous. So how how are you, are you settled in your new house and uh, oh, there's getting still a lot to do? There's probably you know just doing the beads took two weeks. So wow, setting wow. up the beads and all that. I mean, I and it's just coming together so well. I'm just so fortunate and I'm so happy here. Uh, well, he is just... here right now. I wish you were with us. Oh, she's there. Oh, that's the celebration this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the memorial well, celebration. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in the Asian cultures, it's a celebration. But, you know, um, so so Mia's our dear friend whose husband crossed over very unexpectedly. And um, she has so many friends. I mean, the two of you, you used to live right on the same street, and you've just been friends uh, for as long as I can remember, as long as I've yeah. known you. So the celebration for uh, Jeff is this weekend. So yeah, bless his soul. Right, right. Anyway, what a, so I mean, great having her here, and Aww. so nice. She'll be twanging in, I think, on the radio through the computer. She's driving oh, right now. Good, driving. good. So Beatrix, we've been through it. I mean, we had, we just had. We, to me, we've been through it in a, in a good way, you know, in a good way. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, how I've looked at this last passage is change or be changed, so I've chosen to change. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> but what's in store for us with June? Is it, is it are, now that we're through the Grand Cross, I know it's still affecting us, but w- what is going on for us in June? Is it going to get easier? 
Well, right now we're living, you know, the Gemini story. So we'll be doing that until the middle of the month. And then, let's see, to be exact, should know when that changes to cancer. But anyway, um, so we've got a lot going on this month as we move away from the cross. We're living, actually, what the cross taught us, which is the Gemini challenge, and that is to learn to live your polarities and to blend your polarities in a way that allows a centering rather than a splitting apart. So, you know, the first month of the year was Aries, in the spring where we got our identity and then we went to Taurus and we now got our body and our physical sensations and our need for comfort and beauty and luxury. And now we moved to Gemini and we are now working with the way we think. And so, and out of that comes how we communicate. So the key factor here is what the Grand Cross was teaching us was there was so much restriction between the polarities of the Grand Cross that the only way we could survive is if we learned to integrate both sides of the cross, or all four sides actually, into one unit. And so then lo and behold, here comes Gemini, saying, okay, you passed the test, you're still alive, <laughs> and um, now you got to live it. So that's what's going on, you know, as far as the Gemini's concerned. And um, we have, in June, a lot, of, a lot of planetary action, okay? We've got two... Um, Saturn and Pluto are both retrograde for the entire month, but they've been retrograde for several months. And um, Saturn's in Scorpio, so it's asking you to really pay attention to what you're avoiding and to get go deeper and integrate with your shadow side. And then Pluto's got retrograde for the entire month in Capricorn, asking us to really look at our survival issues and systems and how we play games around that and to become uh, grounded and structured so that we can feel supported rather than challenge survival on a survival level. Then we've got June, Mercury goes retrograde in Cancer, and that is like... um, it's, you know, whenever Mercury goes retrograde, it's a really good time to clean up your clutter and to resolve, pardon me, I'm yawning, to resolve um, issues related to family communications. In other words, you've got to unclutter your space because it's in cancer in your home and in your mind because it's Gemini and family. So, I mean, it's Mercury, sorry. And so you really want to look at what you need to do to uh, resolve those issues. And then, you know, when Gemini's retrograde, I mean, when Mercury's retrograde, it's a really good idea not to buy a new car, a new computer, or do anything um, different regarding your technology. And... um, and or, you know, any sort of machinery. You don't want to buy even a new lawnmower. It's not a good idea. When does it go um, retrograde in in June? When are we looking at On June 7th. Oh, that's That's Friday. Saturday. 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 Okay. So so Miss Cindy, with having computer problems, should wait until uh, Mercury goes direct before purchasing a new computer. Right, which happens to be, you know, towards the end of the month, I think. Uh, anyway, so it goes for three weeks. Okay. 
Okay, so what you need to do is just have your computer perhaps worked on, but it's a good idea not if you're not I wouldn't buy um buy a new one until after the 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 planet goes forward. And it goes forward on the seventeenth. Okay, the seventeenth. Oh wait, yeah, no I mean the and no wait, not on the seventeenth. That's when it moves out of Cancer into Gemini. Wait a minute, let me just look here on my calendar. When it goes... Sorry, I'm unprepared to tell you when it goes that's out. That's okay, that's okay. But if it's three weeks, it would probably be on around the 29th, which is a is the end of the month. And that's, that's fine. I mean, and so I know, just so listeners, if you're like, what are they talking about? Anytime Mercury goes retrograde, it's like like Beatrix was saying, and she can explain it a little bit better, but it's like you retreat, you you complete what you've started, you repair things, you don't necessarily go, you know, you, you, it's not a good time to sign a contract or a lease. Right. Or, you know, like, like Start what a business. she was saying. Right. right. So everything out of retrograde on July 1st. Okay, Sorry July I didn't 1st. have that information readily available. That's okay. I put you on the spot. I didn't mean to, but um. <laughs> anyway, I'm so, so used to living day by day that it's a uh, anyway. June ninth. Oh my God! Neptune goes retrograde in Pisces, and this is when we, you know, so that's just two days later. So you, Neptune, you know, is all about like clouds of illusion when it's retrograde and deals with um, illusion and delusion. It also deals with emotional issues that have not been completed and basically what you do when um, Neptune goes retrograde, it becomes clear to you that you're disappointed that some of your dreams haven't come true. And that could put you in a depression if you allow it. But the question you need to ask yourself if this comes over you is, did this dream come true? Because I actually didn't put any energy into it. Or did it not come true because it just wasn't right for me? And then, you know, choose to have the law of acceptance and get over it and get a new dream. That's what I've been trying to tell people. So um, you have to watch out with the rose-colored glasses and any sort of delusion. Um, also, when Neptune's retrograde, you have and it's in Pisces, so it, a lot of it has to do with you can um, your addiction. If you have an addiction or addictions that. Um, happen to work when you don't want to feel something, when Neptune's retrograde, the the addictions become more available or you use them more. Okay? So and that, then... I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I was just kind of doing super highlights because the month has these retrograde highlights. And on June 20. Seventh, we have wait not twenty seven. What day is that on? June twentieth, Chiron goes retrograde in Pisces, and Chiron is the was the god that was called the wounded healer, and so generally Chiron represents to us in our charts of what we need to heal within ourselves, and it happens to be in Pisces. So we're uh, up against this as it goes retrograde is really becoming aware of what addictions that we do have to heal within ourselves. What, um, what, and Pisces also rules your connection with the divine. So you may have some wounds that you want to get rid of that um are based on your relationship with religion or some sort of spiritual process that uh, didn't pay off for you, and so you have some anger at God. And so this is when you would heal that. And then on a global level, 
it's in Pisces right now, and it will be for some time, you know, several years. So you don't want, you want to also hold the space for he, the healing the hearts of all religions, which needs to be done, as we can um, tell from the from the planet. So, I mean, from the way the planet's operating, there's just so much uh, offensive action going, you know, or negative action going on um, the religious concepts. And all of that needs to be healed now so we can get into unity rather than separation. So, um, you know, those are big things that are going on. Right, and you know this this whole thing with the you called our new pope the maverick pope, you know, and um, there's this. I know, and there's there's this article in this issue of Spirit Seeker. It's based on this book written by Bruce Davis. He wrote the love letters Saint Francis and Saint Claire of Assisi meet Pope Francis, and it's all about great subject. (laughs) I think so, too, and it's a fabulous article, and um, the book hasn't arrived yet, but, you know, we had an excerpt from it, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, it it talks all about, you know, how St. Francis, you know, would spend this time alone in meditation and, you know, um, his love of nature and humanity and, you know, and humility and concern, you know, for everyone, no matter what, you know, and that's how this, you know, new Pope is. And I've always, always loved St. Teresa, you know, I mean, yeah. so at any rate, that that's, I thought, what a great, I, you know, I mean, it's just really nice that this guy channeled this and tied it all together where people can really see the similarities. So that's perfect, you know, that this book is coming oh. out, right, when, you know, this is going on with healing of religions. Yeah. So it just, it just feels like, you know, this is a time where, you know, from everything you said, it just feels like this is a time to really put it all together and make the changes, like whatever you're avoiding. I love, you know, how you described the... Um, the Scorpio energy, yeah, what you're avoiding, what you're not wanting to look at, the parts of yourself that, you know, I mean, because Scorpio, of course, the hidden parts of ourselves we don't really want others to see. Right, they're perf- the radar. Yeah. You which know, is perfect they're the with rulers the- really of the shadow side, so, you know, basically anything you can't deal with in reality, you stick in the shadows, so there's a lot of little goblins in there. And, the you know, the fact that Saturn's been retrograde in Scorpio for some time now. Usually stays in for about two years, and but I think it's been in there for about a year already. So, um, but you have to really, if you use the power of Saturn, a lot of people are afraid of Saturn because he is a bit of a taskmaster. But if you ask Saturn to help you die, you know, merge with him and have him dive down there into the shadow and see what it is that's underneath your avoidance, you can really begin to, you know, heal yourself um, on a lot of levels. Because if you ever think, if you think about it, how much energy do you really put into, or do we, I should say, put into avoiding or resisting? We spend hours and hours you know, trying to sidestep those uh, energy fields. And if we just would dive in and let Saturn help us, you know, strip down to our, you know, where we can get the cause of our fears and move on, we'd be in great shape as a society. And uh, we're all supposed to move out of fear anyway, and so... Uh, it's important for us to use this powerful transit to have us face our fears so that we can recultivate our our shadow. Because underneath all those monsters that we scrape off in the shadow is our true level of creativity. And then we get to the gemstones that are in there and... Um, really begin to experience the, the the wonders of life so well and that whole grand cross was you know first you know when you look at, look at oh i know i know and you know 
I don't even know where I read this, but they said, imagine the Grand Cross, like like when a baby looks up at a mobile up above uh, their head, and when the mobile's perfectly balanced, everything is perfect, you know, and it moves around, and the baby's, like, happy. But then the minute something is off kilter, then it's lopsided, and it won't move. So you, and it's, So it's like a constant recalibration of, you know, okay, this is working, this isn't, change or be changed. And it's like, okay, I get it. This isn't, this maybe perhaps served me before. You know, and my my whole thing with feng shui and organization, like I've been on this mission. I mean, if you can see my closets, I mean, I have just been on this mission. And and it's so funny. Today was uh, trash day, and I just have been, anything that's broken, I guess I'm pre-Mercury retrograde, but, you know, I looked at this wicker table, and I thought, you know, I know that I'm never really going to get to the store to buy a new top because the top, you know, it, it just fell apart, literally disintegrated like a year and a half ago. And, of course, I'm thinking, oh, you'll get to Lowe's and you'll get a new top and you'll put it on top. And I, I'm, and I looked at it today and I said, absolutely not. So I had, you know, my son Noah take all this stuff down. And he's like, why why do we have to do this this week? I said, just trust me on this. You're just you're get out of here. Perfect timing. Oh, I know. So we came home, you know, after, you know, he, he got, he's, he has his driver's license as of today, and so today's the first day I saw him drive off oh. of the car. I know. But we we arrived home from whatever we had to do to finish this last piece of getting his license. He goes, wow, they took it all. They took all the stuff. I'm like, yep. <laughs> and I said, that's how it's going to be for the next month. Every single week, you know, I said, we're going to put stuff by the curb that we're not using. And, I mean, it just was really sweet to see this 16-year-old kit kid get the energetics of let it go it's a little bit of work to take it to schlep it to recycle it or whatever yeah. but it's like so much better so, yeah it will it'll bring you a better table right right so i'm going to well, remind everyone from the feng shui aspect uh before we do our moon cycles love it use it or lose it those are the main right. principles and if you can just put that and put a, you know, as you're going through this cycle that we're going through ahead, love it, use it or lose it. And, you know, That's Earth things are past, but they... Especially for Mercury retrograde, yeah. you know, and spring cleaning and all that stuff are getting ready for summer. Well, we have our really solstice. So, yeah, so summer solstice, and we have several people that want readings, and if you haven't pushed one... Uh, star on your phone or one pound on your phone to let my producer know that you would like a reading, please do so because in a few moments we're going to start and we'll uh, read for as many people as we can. Um, but I do want to hear the moon cycles. So, Beatrix, how oh, can we manifest the moon cycles? really fabulous. It's last month we had the Buddha moon. Now we have the risen Christ moon. And that's on the 12th. And... Um, it's a full moon, so it's one of the celebration moons where the Christ consciousness comes down onto the planet and really to restore the planet on Earth, basically. And there's seven levels to this um, consciousness that will be determined. And those... Um, seven levels, you know, you're probably going to work with them and recalibrate them to see how they work now. But the first one has to do with your the, your power of original intention. It's like, okay, how can I direct my focus and my will um, to put me in touch with my original intention for being here on earth and then what... How can I actualize that? And the next one has to do with love, and that's actually stimulating good good will um, with love wherever you go to humankind and to allow cooperation. You know, that's part of the Aquarian age that we're living in. You know, is to allow cooperation to come through so our communities can become strong and and uh, set the pace for the earth and the world to work in synchronicity. And the next one is the will to act. So many times that we 
we we think about taking action like you with your you know your tabletop for a couple of years and then finally you said wait a minute you know it's perfect you're you're at the moon that says that we have to recontact our will to take action and here you go and in so doing your gift is laying a foundation for a happier world you know think about Every time you walked by that unfinished table, you were annoyed. Then you had to do a lot of numbing out not to do something about it. So, and then we look at our desire and our demand for right relationships. And on the 12th of uh, June, there's there's a major process that, going on with Mars and Uranus that's going to be actually recalibrating the whole concept of relationship and the love energy and how freedom can occur in the energetics of love. So many people in the old paradigm are threatened by any changes that happen in their relationships or threatened by freedom. So the question here is how can I advance and recalibrate my will to have a right relationship with a right relationships with people that determine freedom rather than you know entrapment that's a major one and all of this is going to be taught to us on an unconscious or conscious level through the next through this moon then the next one has to do is the right to think creatively so that everyone on this planet if you think creatively everyone on the planet gets a chance to find their outstanding characteristic so if just think about it if everybody on the planet knew their outstanding characteristic There would be so, and they would be able to apply it and act on it and put it forward. They would be in great, the whole place would have a lot of happy people. Right. And so that's one of the other, that's like number five. There's two more. And that is to be, you know, to be one with your light to represent an ideal standard for living. And the next one, this is the one that I have trouble with, be organized. (laughs) (laughs) Carry forward the direction from spirit uh, to be organized. And through organization comes through, you know, groups of goodwill. So... There you have it, and all the things that you were just talking about, and all that's going to come through in this full moon in Sagittarius. Well, and you're so, in Sagittarius, be, so it's going to really wham you, and you're going yeah, to be like, right. yes. I know. <laughs> well, the the motivational choice point that it's 22 degrees Sagittarius, which um, actually the accent from that is to be open or to be motivated by portals to the new world. So if you don't take that idea and work with it, you will come across within yourself inflexible tradition. So it's very interesting how that works. So we want to set ourselves up with, you know, being open to new. And so those seven hierarchical, you know, awakenings that are coming through with this Christ's moon um, will open up the new paradigm within ourselves to, you know, you know, live with our outstanding characteristic. I mean, think about that. Oh, you know, look at you. You have an outstanding characteristic of having a gift for gab and you go at it so nicely in your teaching, in your, you know, in your radio show, and your magazine. Is your gift for gab is all based 
that outstanding characteristic that you have. Do you, do you Don't know you have a Gemini seven? rising anyway? So. Oh, I, I, well, you always say Gemini rising, but it's actually Taurus. Oh. But it's so close. It's like so close. But but it's funny. My my dad, you know, called me Chatty Kathy. That was his oh, nickname. Right. Okay, little He's Chatty right. Kathy. You know, and, and in my astrology chart, and we, we are getting to readings in a moment, everyone, so thank you for your patience. But in my <laughs> astrology chart, it always showed, like, writing, writing, writing. And, everybody, and I'm like, of what course. are you talking about? But I didn't realize it would be publishing a magazine for 18 years. And, you know, wow. and what's, what's sweet for me is that I'm in Chicago this weekend. And, I mean, and, and, you know, those of you that are listening that know me, you'll get the specialness of this. Okay, so... My little son, who's 16, you know, I ha- you know, I don't allow him to stay by himself yet. It's too much temptation with all his friends and everything. So this weekend, I had my girlfriend who was staying with him, and et cetera. And then, with everything that went on this week and all the stuff, well, I mean, it's only Tuesday, but it feels like it's been like a, a big week because I had a breathwork weekend this weekend that I facilitated with my personal mastery program. So I told him, I said, you know what? I said my my person who is supposed to go to Chicago can't go and I said I have to set my booth up I have to drive there by myself set my booth up do all the stuff and I said I don't think I just really am not like um excited about that I said I really think you should go with me and then I'll teach you how to do the booth and how to do the biomass and then when I give my lecture from four to five you can like work the booth And this kid looked at me, and I said, and the win for you is that the Clairvoyance Center of Chicago is working my booth on Sunday. I said, so you and I will, like, spend the day in Chicago shopping, and that's all it took for Mr. Sagittarius. Shopping? Can I get, you know, but I thought, who would have ever envisioned 16 years ago, and you know the story, you know, and all my, everything that has gone along with it. And it's like, here he is, he's driving with his mom. He's helping me set everything up. He's, he's like, pulling it all in. He's going to do everything for me. And, you know, it's like this beautiful mother-son experience. And I thought, okay. so when you were talking about, I know, I know. It's just, like, so sweet. So we have many people who would like readings, and we are oh, going to do um, yeah. Let yeah. Me get so the ground rules are... Yes, there are many readings. If you want longer readings, you contact Beatrix uh, oh, and or really myself. Scary. I'm not yeah. really doing readings right now, but they can put their name on a on a wait list. Right, or you can yeah. call Cindy Meyer. But here, so we, we yeah. so these oh. are like many readings, and you know sometimes people want to ask like two and three questions. But since we have several people that would like readings, we're going to ask you to limit it to one. And, one question. Um, one, oh, yeah, that's Nate, our producer, saying one question. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with Mimi in St. Louis. Mimi, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, everybody. Hi, Hi. Mimi. What's your question? Um, I'm feeling frustrated at my current job. Can you give me any guidance about that? That's interesting because I have, like, a major motivating force moving you to a new level. Maybe you're frustrated because you're not taking action. I okay. feel like there's... Have you looked around? There's some opportunity that's going to move you to a new space on the Monopoly board where you really feel like a winner. So what I would do is go to work tomorrow and look at, okay, where is the most... Where can I apply the most action today? And see what happens. Yeah, okay. Mimi, it feels it feels like you've been stuck in um a grief or sadness of some kind where things just didn't go the way you thought they were going to go. And so you've got um you have the grief card here, you also have the justice card. You've been doing this thing that's not fair, that's not what they promised, and it's like taking up a lot of energy. So yeah, what blame. Well, yeah, just release it and and re reconceive it. It's like it's like Somehow the birth didn't come out the way you thought, so they want you to go back to the conception and reconceive it. And you've got extra magical energy, and it feels like you're going to study something too. Like it just feels like you have something that when you reconceive it, you're going to say, oh, I need to learn a little bit more about this, and then that will open this door. Okay, great. Cool. Thank you. That, our okay. Next All right. Okay, now we are going to go to Pat in St. Louis. Are you there, Pat? Yes, I am. 
Okay. Well, I'll help you. I am really enjoying listening to you, too. It really affirmed a lot of things. I woke up thinking this morning, it's time to declutter, and that will help me go forward in a different way, and you were talking about that. And so I was just um, seeing how you felt about that, you know, me decluttering to finish my project and, and what will happen after that. So is your question what will what what it what will decluttering oh, yeah, offer to you? That. Yes, yes. I get a major connection with the universe and the feeling of space around you that you haven't felt for a while. And um you put yourself in uh in a position where you'll be able to meditate, connect to the higher worlds. Uh, feel refreshed, open yourself. You're going to see things in life differently and accept yourself on a higher level and really be in great shape. Thank you so much. Yeah, and the only thing I'm seeing is that um, part of your clutter is um, affecting your worthiness. And it's kind of like exactly what Beatrix said in just a slightly different way. It's because you have this clutter, it's it's not allowing the opportunities to get to you. So the minute you release that clutter, your worthiness is going to go up, your self-esteem is going to go up, and um, you're completing a cycle. It's like there's this huge cycle you're completing with releasing or organizing, you know, if you choose to keep some things. Um, but it's like it's going to create this huge vortex of change in a whole, like, shiny, spanking new way. Those are the oh, words. I appreciate that. That's exactly what I was feeling, but I love hearing it from both of you. Okay. Well, you're on track. Go go declutter. And if, an okay. easy way to declutter is to set a clock for one hour. And you only, and you don't start in six rooms. You start in one wow. room, and if you and, and you know if your bedroom is cluttered, that's where you spend the majority. You know that's the one room you spend the majority of the time. Normally, you would start with knowledge and self cultivation, but I have done enough to, you know work with clients who are cluttered that I suggest where you sleep, make that pristine, make your closet pristine where you can walk in and find things, and that will start the shift. But then after that, um, if you if you don't know where to start and you don't know where knowledge and self-cultivation is, email me and I um, info oh. at spiritseeker.com and I'll send you the bagua. Um, okay. That's All right. So so thank, thank you for you. calling. That is yeah, the I mean, last Beatrix. room in my new home that I have not. Uh, that's been where we've stuck everything I can't deal with in the knowledge and cultivation. I've been oh, my God. Place. And that's where you start. If you can get your knowledge and self-cultivation totally oh, organized. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's the sign me. I know. <gasps> Thank you. I, I just You're welcome. Re- I'm so happy. <laughs> it, it'll clear hey, your Jimmy. thinking and it will... <laughs> It'll clear everything. Mine's in my garage. I mean, okay, can you imagine? Let's keep going here. Wait, wait, okay, wait, we're wait, gonna wait. Go to I had a question. I had a question. I'm sorry. I, go, go fast. I'm sorry. Go. I've got my little my little feelers are out today, and they're they're tingling. I had to go my spotty sense. Um, with Pat, when she was talking about clutter, yeah, I, I, everybody was thinking like, yeah, she's gonna declutter the house. Something said she has a lot of emotional clutter too that she needs to deal with. It's all part of it. Yeah, it's exactly. part of it. There's, there's yeah, she moved, she moved, there. she moved. Yeah, yeah, you're right on, Nate, and I'm not going to go into details, but right. she, <laughs> she's completing three different universes in that one house. So you're, so you're, you're spot on, spot on, spot on. That's why she's going to have such a great connection to Source once she right. unclutters. Yeah, totally. Okay, okay we're going to Brit- Brittany in Los Angeles. Brittany, are you there? Hi, yes, I'm here. Thank you. Okay. Good question, Brittany. My question is, um, so I met a gentleman at work. Um, it was a professional um, inter- encounter, and um, I kind of got the inclination just off of my intuition that he's not really who he says he is, but he keeps calling and calling and calling, and I wanted to know what you guys see around his Was well, he calling for personal reasons? He's I don't know. He's calling, asking me to be a part of a project. Can you do, do this project? Can I meet you? Can we meet? Can we meet? And I just don't feel like it's professional. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like there's a personal agenda. Um, let me just ask. 
His name his name is Baron. B A R O N. Uh huh. Well, I would. I I I feel the same way you do. And what I would ask, if you if you're avoiding him, that's just going to make things worse. So maybe on the next phone call, you just want to say that you're interested in working professionally with him if you are, but a personal relationship doesn't go with a professional one for you. You need to set a very clear boundary. Well, that's what I wanted to know. Is is a, a professional relationship with him even lucrative for me? No. Neither relationship is good. So, and you can just say you're overloaded with projects. Yeah. Yeah, it, there's no green light on this, my dear. It's like no. your 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 sixth sense your your sixth sense is like totally up. And <laughs> yeah, you just need to like respect that and just say, you know, I feel like your intentions are a little bit cloudy and I I just must must be honest. I really choose to not take any more of your calls at this time because I'm overloaded with projects already, but thank you anyway. Yeah. Perfect. That's what I was saying. I already said that in so many words that I know I'm going to have to be a little bit more direct. Yeah, so you are. Thank you so much for validation. I You're very it. welcome. And thanks for thank calling. You. Good yes. luck. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay, we are now going um, back to the Midwest. We are going to go to Mandy in St. Louis. Wow, lots of St. Louis today. I know. It's interesting. Mandy, are you there? I'm here. Okay, great. What is your question this evening? Um, I'm kind of like with the first caller, kind of just really unsure, kind of not really happy uh, with my career right now. Um, And I'm just not really sure, you know, at this stage of my life, what I need to do to get satisfaction in my career. So do you feel like your career uh, is using your outstanding characteristics? No. Okay, then. Not at all. Okay, well, let me just see what the cards have to say about your career. It says there's a new one coming, so I would, you need to be doing work in a career that inspires you and puts you in a position of leadership. So wherever you are right now, is not letting you do that. You're uninspired and you're supposed to be inspiring. So I would would start looking for another job. Okay. Yeah, and the only other suggestion here is that your thoughts... They're, they're asking you to really, you know, you're a very responsible person. Like if there's a job to be done, you're the person to go to. But right. there's, there's, a, there's a slight, um, they're asking you to step up your thinking in order to manifest at a whole new level. Remember thoughts are things. So if you say, well, I just really don't like my job. I just really blah, blah, blah. Instead, I'm gonna, they're asking me to give you the assignment. Um, and this is an NLP thing designed by Michael Lozier, so I want to give him credit. But you'll take a sheet of paper and draw a line mm-hmm. down the middle of it vertically, and on the left, put all the things you, that you do not want in your career. Now, we would never stay there because when we say, I don't want this, we get more of it. But you take yeah. all the things that you don't want, and then you go back to number one. Let's just say, I don't want someone um, you know, watching me over my shoulder every minute. Okay, so... What do you want? I want independence and autonomy. You know, I want to be empowered to make decisions. Number two, I don't want to work 60 hours a week. So what do you want? I want to work 40 hours a week and get bonus if I work extra. So you put the, you take all the things that you don't want first, and you can do this with career, relationship, with, you know, if you're going to buy a house, all the things that you don't want, because a lot of times people are more clear with what they don't want than what they do want. So this exercise works on any area of your life. But then when you're finished with reversing it on the right side of that page, you scratch everything out on that left side so it's no longer part of your consciousness, and then there's your roadmap for what you want. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, and then you focus on that because they're they're saying that you have extra magic around you, but you kind of get caught up in 
details sometimes, and you know you have to be careful with your thinking because it's important to only focus on what you want, not what you fear. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it makes you. perfect sense. Okay, okay. So stand looking around there, kiddo. Yeah, you're on the right track. And the fact that you called and asked for help, your angels and guides heard that, and they love it when we ask for help. So there you go. Get ready for extra special help because you asked for it. Great. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Okay. Good luck with everything. Okay, we are now uh, going to go to Antoinette in Pennsylvania. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your question, Antoinette? My question is regarding um, my home life. I wanted to know if you saw somebody moving in here to live with me anytime soon and a particular person. So you have somebody in mind that's a relationship or just a roommate? A relationship. His initials are the letter D and the last name is the letter C. Okay, let's look at you, your home, your home life becoming a unit or a relationship. Your home life bringing you that. I would say that that's actually going to happen. What? Yeah. This person could definitely move in, but you've got to give them a lot of freedom. Right. He's a freedom fighter. So the key factor is if, in fact, he does move in with you, um, I do feel that it's a whole new beginning for you because you're going to be learning how to accept love without making it a prison. Do you understand? Yeah. That you've got to be secure enough and value yourself enough to be in a relationship based on freedom. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, the last letter in the word love is a five. And everybody has a difficult time with love once they get to the five part because the five part asks, for freedom and change and expansion and everybody freaks out because they want to keep love the same. Keeping love the same is the end of a relationship. Keeping love in a sense of change and advancement and freedom will make this thing work. This guy is very bright. He has been misunderstood in his life and he's a bit of a rebel. What I would do is respect his need for freedom if he does move in and you will have a very nice time with him. If you can't do that, then don't let him move in. Are they giving you a time frame of when he could move in possibly? Honey, if, if, um, if I knew that, I'd be a millionaire. Psychic <laughs> <Okay. laughs> information knows no time. But what I will say is Right now, we pulled the card that says it's a big yes, so um, the the time is now. Okay. Yeah, it's all, it's all, I, I get that it's all good, um, and you guys have a great, um, how do I put this, we're on the air, you guys get along, you're in sync on a lot, on a lot of levels, a lot mm-hmm. of levels, but, but where you're your deal is where you, you get snagged with relationships. The Beatrix worded it so perfectly with this freedom thing. You get snagged with you don't set clear boundaries, and then you get annoyed and feel like a victim when the boundaries aren't met. And then you get you have this whole dance with, with saying yes when you mean no, no when you mean yes. And so if you can, I mean, you're getting an, a wonderful opportunity to have someone come in that is helping you, giving you more downtime, giving you some freedom. And you're in a whole new dance with with a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your big tri- yeah your big trick here is to get clear on how you would like it to look, and the two of you communicate it, and then you can't you you, you I I don't want to say you have a pity party, but you get into this sort of victim consciousness, and you're so powerful that it's like 
it's like showing up for healing. You know, you've got this heal, healer guide card saying that you, you've lived in survival mode and you've had your mitts up just a little bit, and now it's mm-hmm. time to just let that, let that go. You've manifested a really nice situation here. Yeah, and right. it's an advancement if you let it. Is this guy younger than you are? Yes, by one year. Yes, he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but he feels even uh, younger. He's got a good spirit. Ah, there is a young spirit in this guy. <laughs> hey, go have fun for crying out loud. That's all. It's, you know, let yourself have fun and experience happiness and right. and say bye-bye to soul suffering. I know you've right. got you've got you've got Lakshmi, you've got Goddess Freya who is like <laughs> bold and sexuality. It's like you've got you've got a lot of things working with this guy. And I and I don't know if he has children. There's a there's the, the but if he does, just bless them and don't feel like you're um, no, he with has them. he has no children, none. Okay, cause, okay, so his children will be his projects. And if he has like causes or projects, don't feel like he's choosing them over you. This is your whole deal. The more you give him freedom, the more he's yours. Right on. Oh, good. That's good to know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay. So let's see. We are now going to go to North Carolina to Jay. Jay, are you there? Hi. Hi, Jay. What's your question? Hi. My question actually is career. Lots of frustration. Are you working now? Um, no. Okay, let's look at career for Jay here. Yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you, I feel like the floor fell out. I don't know how to explain it, but (laughs) you've lost your grounding. And the floor fell out, and it's like, I don't know if when you were a kid if you ever played pickup sticks or, you know, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like there's too many tinker toys on the floor and you need to get with all the fallout and rebuild. You, first of all, you've got to rebuild a new structure for yourself and um, get organized and get a plan. I think the fallout, whatever happened to you, um, that you might still be in shock from it, and you haven't been able to reorganize or remanage your life. So, I would sit down with a pencil and paper and just look at your life as, okay, what do I need to do to get organized? How can I set up my daily plan? How can I set up my weekly plan? What do I want to accomplish? And really get yourself structured. Because somewhere along the line, you know, everything's flopping instead of building. So I would love to see you build yourself new. I have a feeling that, did you lose your job based on mismanagement or loss of, or new management taking over a company or something deals with management here? At one and, point, uh, yes. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, so you need to remanage yourself and get over what happened. Right. You have the um the partnerships and love card here saying that you're just you're still a little bit bittersweet over what happened. And if you can find a way to forgive the situation and you know, many times we think we have to forgive others and you know, what Kuan Yin teaches is that we must have mercy and compassion for others, but if we don't have it for ourselves, it's pretty yeah. hard to then pour out that compassion to others. And so for you, Mr. J, it's showing that you um, you learned a lot from the situation, but you're not sleeping well, your sleep patterns are screwed up, and you know, you're tossing and turning with your life. So when Beatrix saw that image of like pickup sticks and like all the tinker toys and all the, it's like too much confusion. So yep. what's needed is making time to relax, be still, and enjoy your solitude because once you do come go back to work, you're going to be on a fast track again. And yeah. 
um, the other thing that this time has given you is, but you haven't actually been able to enjoy it, is that it's given you time to um, figure out what makes you happy. You know, I would I would encourage that you listen to um, uh, watch Pharrell Williams happy. Like, have you, you have you seen his video? Happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, watch it every day and just say, you know what, I am just going to be happy and I'm going to let my cells sing and I'm going to forgive the situation because there's, there's a, there's a, anytime we're in resentment or regret or anything like that, it contracts our whole everything and then everything gets all choppy. So the minute you go into, you know what, I'm grateful that this job ended because I know that something better is coming. I know it. And there's this n- mantra that I like to work with. It's called Narbhavi. It's N-A-R. B H A V E E. I'll repeat it. Narbhavi. N H A R B H A V E E. And it means good things are coming. And whenever I watch Pharrell, and I, if I'm like kind of feeling down or not down, but just like kind of tired or whatever, I'll put that Pharrell Williams on and I'll just watch that happy, happy. And I'll think about the fact that when he was on Ellen DeGeneres' show and he was on Oprah's show, I mean, the man started crying when he saw these kids and people all over the world singing that song. Does he care anything about copyright? Absolutely not. And when he wrote that song, he just had no idea the impact it was going to make. So you will be happy again, but you've got to get over your resentment. Right yeah. So, and remanage your life. You've got the skills. It's just something just hits you like a ton of bricks, and it's like, okay, the Tinker Toys are on the floor. Let's build something. Let's reestablish your true power, where you're actually standing on the ground and feeling your feet. And one stepping it at a time, just one step, one step. And remanage. So every day make three phone calls to management companies or, you know, set up a itinerary for every day on a management level and get a job in management because you're really good at it. Your final card I pulled is Kuan Yin. I mean, she is just like really watching over you and pouring out her compassion to you. So you're like spot on in the way that you found yourself to the show tonight. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You were were on track. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. You can do it. You can do it. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're very welcome. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So this concludes our show. We have... We have read for everyone who has requested a reading, and actually, actually, ladies, we had we had we had one more. Oh, sorry. okay. And who are we reading for? This is Kathleen from St. Louis. Oh, I am so sorry. I didn't see it. Okay, Kathleen, are you there? I am here. How are you tonight? Oh my gosh, we're great, and and we're glad that I I'm glad I asked. I asked my producer, did I miss anyone? So here you are, and how may we help you? Well. It's interesting being the last uh, the last caller because I've gotten so much value and so much benefits listening to everyone else. So um, it's actually think, good that you noticed that. That's good. Oh, I, I feel like I piggybacked on everybody here tonight. So it just was wonderful. Um, but I think the the true true thing I heard you say was the avoidance and um, and yeah. you know reading about the, the different cycles and everything, and so. That has been a story of my life as avoidance, um, uh, queen of denial. And uh, but my main thing is relationships. Um, relationship with my uh, with my spouse of 31 years. Where are you seeing anything in that category? Are you what are you what are you ladies feeling on that for me? Are you avoiding him? Um, <laughs> could be a little bit. Or maybe avoiding leaving him. Wait a second. Let me just see your relationship of 31 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you feel... I feel like there's... Uh, one of the two of you, I don't know which one, is... Um, is uh, you got a money issue or you feel like the world owes you a living or there's something in here that... Um, makes one of the two of you, I don't know which, a little bit lazy around success. And so I think probably what you're really avoiding is taking 
a chance to um, feel valuable again in this relationship and for him to feel valuable and for you to feel value, valuable. And what's needed is one of the two of you have to turn this around. I don't think this is a relationship you want to throw away, but I feel that there's been so many, so much discounting rather than admiring or um, welcoming or working together. It's like, I really would love to see you see if you can find something good about him and let him know and ask him to find something good about you and let you know. You, the relationship, it's like you both have your head in the sand and it's time to get out and and move it to the next level because there is an opportunity here for you to grow with this if you want it. And I think you do because you haven't thrown it away in 31 years. So I would invite you to reinvent your relationship. Thank yeah. you. I mean, Kathleen, I mean, there's really nothing more to add to that other than the spiritual aspect, the spiritual growth aspect that you, that it feels like you've experienced. You feel like he's not in sync with that and I think that that's part of where the disconnect is happening but and and the worthiness the worthiness card came up and it says know that you deserve to receive good in all ways yeah like but I feel like your mirror like the Gemini aspect of you guys are twin souls like you know the the yin and the yang the contraction expansion and it just feels like on some level you need to really stay optimistic and have a strategy and so here's here's the strategy what Beatrix was saying, find something good to say about him. The more you find something good to say about him, he'll get it on some level. It's a soul thing here. He's feeling unappreciated. You're feeling unappreciated. And I would encourage you to go to art museums and go to live concerts because you've got Saraswati here, patron saint of music and art from India. And it's, and it's all about creativity, and that's what used to draw you guys together. And on some level, like go to the the Whitaker free jazz concerts at the Botanical Gardens on Wednesday. I mean, light a fire underneath this guy's you-know-what and say, we're going to go. We're going to do it. You can invite a friend. I'm going to invite a friend or invite a couple. And just it just feels like you need to reignite everything, put new life into your marriage. Yes. You've both gotten lazy. and. <clears throat> And you're feeling like, you know, the passage of time. you got Morgan Le Fay saying, okay, you're in your, like, but remember the old 60s is, is the new 50, the old 40s is the new 30. I mean, and creativity. Mm-hmm. You're, like, in your stride with creativity, and they're just saying bring him along. I mean, you got Saraswati and creativity and new life. Yeah. It's like you're going to have to bring him along to catch up but and he feels I mean I don't know I would do an honoring thing I would like um, at the end of the day just say we're each going to say two things that we really like about each other and do an eye gazing thing just say something I really appreciate or like about you is so so that you can get out and shift the energy yeah and you'll know if it doesn't work then you'll reevaluate. but the strategy has to come from you you're going to have to be the one that like puts something in it to shift it Remember, a woman is appetite, man is the producer. So the bigger your appetite is, the more they will produce. And it's very important for you to spark all the, you know, the moments of fun and invite him to play and be a part of all that. And once he sees there's, a strain of happiness with you, he probably will produce and you'll feel a lot better about him. And I just feel very strongly that this is a relationship that's worth working on to see if you can take the risk to become valuable to yourself and to value him. And in doing that, if you can turn it around, you'd be in great shape. You may not be able to, but before you fly the coop or ask him to, I would definitely go on a program of appreciation for each other and see what happens. All right.
right. So there it is. And we are grateful that you called. And thank you for your patience with waiting for Spirit to speak. Yes. <laughs> thank you, ladies, very much. You are very welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. So I just want to thank Beatrix Quintana for being my guest faithfully every Tuesday, the first Tuesday of every month, and for sharing your knowledge and light with the world and helping, you know, so many for so long. And just, you know, Beatrix, thank you so much. And please give me a hug for me and, you know, know that I will be thinking of both of you this weekend and sending you love. I know. Oh, I wish thank we're you. here. I know. I'm there okay. in spirit. Bye-bye, Cindy. Know. Okay. Good night, everyone. Sometimes I don't know.